G'day team, I hope you're great. Welcome to another instalment of uh, You Know What with You Know Whom. Today I was chatting with somebody, as I do every morning pretty much at the old cafe, and uh, they asked me, in fact it wasn't sitting down in a meeting, it was on the way out, somebody, a lady was chatting with me about getting in shape and where she trains and her trainer, and she said to me, how long were you? Anyway, we ended up talking about how long I was a trainer and my background and my business. And she said, have you got any idea how many personal training sessions you did, as in I did? And I went, I think it is somewhere in the ballpark of 50,000. Not my team, not not my staff, me. And um, she, she asked me a really good question. And the question was, what did that teach you? Like, what did you, I'm sure a million things, but what did you learn? And that is a, an interesting question, and we had a chat. But anyway, I thought I would, um, I thought I would talk about that today. Think about, you know, fifty thousand personal training sessions. So I did for a very long time, and some of you are thinking that's bullshit. That's so. I started training people in um, nineteen eighty six, and I stopped training people officially as a PT on the gym floor in. 2014. So what's that? 14 plus 14, that's 28 years. Now think about this. Uh, even 28 times 28 years times 2,000 sessions a year is over 50,000. Well, for a lot of my career as a trainer, I did rock bottom 40 sessions a week, but often 67. So 60 to 70. So even if we averaged it out at 40 per week over 28 years, 40 times 52 weeks is give or take 2,000 times 28 years is 56,000 sessions. So well and truly 50,000 plus. So what did I learn and, and what do I know? What was really good for me was that time on the gym floor. <laughs> That's the longest course, isn't it? Imagine doing any degree or any PhD or any course that took 28 years and it took somewhere around 40, 50, 60 hours of applied work per week. So not only was it 50,000 personal training sessions where I had to put someone through their physical paces and all the stuff that I do, but it was 50,000 conversations. It was 50,000 interactions. It was 50,000 hours with a human or humans, and most of my sessions were hours, by the way. It was 50,000 sessions 50,000 hours with people who have their own idiosyncrasies, their own personality, their own backgrounds, their own beliefs, their own fears, their own likes and dislikes, their own psychological, emotional, social, and physiological needs. So for me, it was 50,000 hours of gaining insight, 50,000 hours of developing skill and understanding and awareness situational awareness, social and emotional awareness and intelligence, 50,000 hours to learn about the psychology of, the science of, the skill of, and the process of change. Think about the fact that everybody that comes to a personal trainer or a, a coach in that capacity or an exercise scientist or physiologist Everybody has one thing in common, and you've heard me say this before, but that is they want to change. They want to be different. They want to 
invest some money and some time and then look, feel, function, perform, operate differently on a physiological level. They probably also want to change their thinking. They probably also want to change their relationship with food. They probably also want to change their level of self-esteem, maybe self-worth, maybe confidence. They maybe have food issues or body dysmorphia issues that they want to change or address or improve or overcome. And, and so this is the myriad of issues and factors and variables that as a gym instructor, personal trainer, exercise scientist that I dealt with on the gym floor for decades. And you think about the fact that you're working with a body, but you're really working with a human. And this is one of the, this is what a lot of people don't realize. Of course, people realize they're working with people, but they approach the process really often from a largely physical lift that, stretch that, eat that, move that, get that much sleep. Let's look at all the, the practical variables in that sense. And all of that is important, but also we need to sometimes zoom back from just the body and have a look at the person because we're working with people who live in bodies. And sometimes the body is not the problem. Sometimes the person is the problem. Sometimes the body, the physiology, the genetics have great potential, but the person in the body is making terrible decisions. Sometimes the person in the body is creating unhealthy, toxic patterns and behaviors and habits that are creating this unhealthy outcome. Sometimes the person is the problem and the body is the consequence of the problem. So for me, it was very much a never-ending lesson in how humans work. It was an opportunity, an everyday opportunity for me to step out into the classroom that was the gym floor to learn how to read people and to connect with, interact with, communicate with, and problem solve with thousands of people, thousands of human beings who came and trained with either myself or my team. By the way, as a team, we did over, over a million uh, sessions. Think about that, over a million PT sessions over about 25 years that I had you know, staff working for me that my gyms uh, were in existence. And so while academic learning is important, you know, I went to uni and got my first degree in exercise science and I'm getting one now in, I'm doing my PhD in neuropsych and all of that stuff is good and theory is good and research is good and books are good and reading academic journals is good and it can be good and understanding theory and understanding research and remembering and quoting and all of that stuff is, is good or it's potentially good. But what's powerful is being with people, is in real time, learning how humans work is understanding the person in the body. And for me, those 50,000 sessions, they were the best learning I've ever done. They set me up for understanding people, for understanding human behavior, for understanding 
the role of motivation and self-control and self-regulation and decision-making and personal empowerment. And while I didn't always understand perhaps or perhaps I couldn't explain to you from a scientific or an academic or a psychological uh, perspective in terms of the jargon, the academic language, there were times when I couldn't really explain to you didn't mean I didn't know what was going on. And while I think that we really do need to educate ourselves in in an academic sense, and it's great to learn the theory of change and the theory of psychology in my in this sense, and the theory of physiology, anatomy, and progressive overload, and all of these things that apply in this context about the particular job that I had. But it is great for us to roll up our sleeves, and not just for me as a PT, and not just you know in a fitness, health, wellness capacity, but for all of us. Like learning at the coal face is great. Learning by doing is great. Learning by being in the middle of people, learning by talking to people, paying attention, being truly switched on and present and focused so that not only am I I understanding and learning in the, you know, I'm listening to podcasts, I'm reading books, I'm, I'm onboarding all of this theory, but also I am out there, I am doing, I am communicating, I am interacting, I am trying, I am falling down and getting up, I am taking chances, I am taking risks, I am putting myself in front of other people, I'm not waiting for opportunities, I'm creating opportunities. So for me, folks, that part of my journey, that those years, you know, doing what didn't always seem like sometimes in the moment, the most rewarding or the most elevating, you know, for me, that really set me up to be who I am today and to understand the things that I now understand. And I guess to have the patience and to have the insight and to have the the, the awareness that I do, which, you know, clearly I'm far from perfect and clearly I am a work in progress. But, you know, I credit that time those hours and hours and hours and hours and hours over years and years and years of asking questions, of being present, of watching people, of of not only paying attention to their body and their movement and their physiology, but paying attention to their thinking and their beliefs and their mindset and their communication with others and with themselves. Anyway, that'll do for today. See you tomorrow.